Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How long gone is here? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And thank you guys. I've I've been able to kind of relive 2023 through the lens of all of my Instagram friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's very cool to see what you guys have done this in the, year. In the last year. It's it I guess there's a lot of similarities to when you pull up the podcast of your normal favorite feed. Mm-hmm. And then this time of year, it's the highlights, the best of. Yeah. The one time I talked to this, you know. We would never do that to you. I would never list off my accomplishments on social media because that's not really my swag. But it doesn't seem to stop, I would say, 99% of people. So is this a thing where it's rooted in people wanting congratulations and and adorations? Or is it just like an ex- another... Uh, helpful solution for our content issues. I think it's a little bit of people like national ice cream day. Patting myself on the back is self care is the vibe that I get from it. Oh yes, yes, yes. Under the guise of self care. Yeah. Like I, I need to show all the things I achieved this year Mm -hmm. to make myself feel better. Now that you're saying that I'm like, actually I could use that. (laughs) 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 Well, I don't know. I'm more of a keep. I think it's just, People reflect too much this time of year because they don't have any work to do and they're just sitting around mm-hmm. when it's really just, we got to keep plowing through, bro. Like who cares? If you ask me, I like to live in the present. I actually like to live in the present or even the future. If I'm really on my, on my shit, that's where anxiety lives. Chris, I watch just out. don't understand this, this level the posting. And I feel like it's something that didn't, I feel like this year is more extreme than last. So it's only going to get worse. Well, which one is worse? That one, like the slideshow on Instagram of like, I went to Mexico and I did this and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And I, I did my first zip line. I got a boyfriend. I wore a cool, <laughs> I wore did my <laughs> first zip line and got a boyfriend. <laughs> I wore a cool shirt this one time. Oh, here's a picture of my parents with me and my parents. Here's when my dad was hot. Here's my <laughs> butter sculpture. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Here's some oysters. And guess what? I did a 10K. <laughs> I finally no, did a 10K. Yeah, it's very, it's very much, and I finally did the turkey trot I want to do with my family. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think that is better or worse than the 2023 ins and outs predictions Nothing for next year? Nothing is worse than the 2023 ins and outs predictions because it's from people that I absolutely don't want to hear it from. Mm-hmm. That it's 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 like every trend it becomes like it just trickles all the way down where it's like you're a barista like what the fuck are you talking about like what the fuck do you know like well i'm a barista and i think for next year um 
hugging is out <laughs> but like kissing is in it, because the the idea is i'm going to be the person that has the most random list and it's going to blow your fucking mind it's i guess it's like the the the, the love and the hate list on the whatchamacallit yeah, yeah yeah so it's like this is here's me here's how smart i am but also here's how silly i am yes it's a, it's a I'm, uh, i can show. be a little random but <laughs> what i want i have an idea for this because every year around this time of year you get the ins and outs list you get the 2023 i'm leaving this in 2023 <laughs> stuff bad vibes saying vibes you know 2023 was a tough year i mean i was we're still dealing with covid i've bear i it just you know 2024 is is looking more positive and it, it's hard for me somebody who's sort of in the eye of the storm in terms of the cultural zeitgeist the <laughs> Um, like the oh. Lincoln Park song, it starts with one. I am the one. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. So the things that I that I predicted and came up with, 2017, 2018, those are starting to surface right now mm. on some of the Gen Pop civilians lists. And sometimes I wonder if I'm too advanced for my own good. Well, thank you for not sharing any of that stuff, so that. <laughs> I can't be sure if you were actually ahead, but I share know? on the pod. Yeah, I guess that's true, but it doesn't. That doesn't count, bro. You gotta if if you don't. We got post, some raggedy bitch who's like, guys, whole milk. I called it. <laughs> if you don't put if you don't put it in the notes app, it don't count. But yeah, it's a tough time. Yeah, to that's true. But so here's my solution for that. Instead of just like looking at your notes app ins and outs list, where you're like, oh, that's good. I like that one. That's actually good. And then forgetting about it and moving on. And you go to your New Year's Eve party, you get fucked up, and you never think about it again. We need to start screenshotting and pulling up last year's predictions yeah. this year and then grading them on a typical scholastic grading scale how accurate your predictions were or weren't. That's a good idea. I can't wait to see the perfectly imperfect list of predictions for 2024 <laughs> so we can screenshot that and kind of run through it next year. I mean, I, I if, if, there's, if no one's grading us, then what's the point? You know, you're just pissing in the wind. No, I mean that's a good that's a good point, but I think that it's it's unfortunately throwaway content just like these carousels. Yeah, so last uh the last episode we had with Moby um if you're just discovering how long gone now because you came to us from Moby's little ass. If you follow welcome. the little idiot on Instagram, welcome to the resistance. I was so I was so bummed because I had I had one question that I wanted to ask him but I forgot or we didn't get the time. I wanted to ask him what's the worst animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's good. <laughs> Be like, "Well, I, I, he would have short-circuited cuz he can't he couldn't say one." I think he'd have a funny answer. He no, would, he, would. he would pull something out of his ass. Uh, Moby, people would really, be like, "This is actually an invasive species that was brought here from something like that." Moby is Moby was uh, Moby's hit that point in his career where he doesn't care, and mm -hmm. that is the prime. He's so rich, and he's been through the ringer in every way mm -hmm. that he truly could care less. Yeah, but it's unfortunate because it's a beautiful, amazing thing to watch and see. It just happens to be on one of the most annoying humans that's been birthed in a while. Mm. I mean, I say he knows that I'm, I'm we're not. I actually with him. don't find him that annoying, to be honest. I not. I mean, I had a good time talking with him, and if I hung out with him, it'd be fine. And I thought he was charming and, and funny enough and had a good attitude. But 
over the course of his career yeah, spanning yeah, yeah, decades yeah, sure. you know a lot of people sent me messages and dms of like stories and you know when he was becoming famous and rich and drunk and on drugs they're like everyone was like fucked up during that time and everyone was doing coke and blah 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 but moby was just so fucking extra and so he was like the the most annoying guy and i and i was like oh that's why in the 90s and the 2000s he was kind of ridiculed because he was just super annoying and now that he's become an adult he's dealt with that and he's like chill and normal now but it's a but it's a little we can never forget you know what i mean it's a it's a stain on his permanent i mean record. i just didn't i never really thought about moby like i thought i mean like he had a big record and then i read his books and the books were so good that i was like wow this is this is the most interesting thing about him is the bo- the books yeah. to me. Yeah, I mean, I, people didn't like him because he was just like a weird little creepy guy that seemed to just stumble into massive fame and success. Unfortunately, like, I think he's a genius. He, 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 I mean, he's a very talented musician, of course. And then there's like the sampling of african-american soul and blues oh, okay let's let's go get the alchemist then okay <laughs> let's go get okay let's let's relax could you pick anyone who's not white <laughs> <laughs> alchemist is on notice too sampling um but i the thing that i do love and i wish that we saw better examples of it because moby is true punk at the at the core of himself to become like hey i'm I've been like a multi multi millionaire since the nineties. I think I, w- I read that play was sampled or synced for movies and commercials. Every like, song, like a hundred times. There's a hundred syncs on play. So sick. A hundred syncs song. on play. So, and that was when you made bank off of syncs, crazy money. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just got long money. He's he's spending old faces, <laughs> and now that now he's like, yeah, I'm gonna get insane tattoos i'm gonna get animal rights tattooed across my arms because you can't tell me nothing and i i like that about him i like that nobody else does that people like you didn't ask about the tattoos like what am i gonna ask about the tattoos why did you do something this stupid like i'm not gonna ask that doesn't make any (laughs) sense like obviously he got the tattoos because he liked them like anyone the, oh, the same reason anyone gets a tattoo <laughs> because you like because i like i came up with this idea and i paid a guy and i got yeah it. it's like it's not there's nothing to talk about with that save that shit for steve-o's podcast it just don't i just don't tattoos if anybody has a story about a tattoo i don't want to hear it tattoos should be meaningless yeah i, I do not want to hear about what well, this is actually a sketch that i came up with on a plane and it reminded me of my dead mom and i just like needed to get that on my body and then you're like Oh, that's yeah. so dope. There's no, there's nothing to talk not, about. Not unlike um, sharing your dreams. It's exactly the same. Because a tattoo has to begin People as like, a dream. Your tattoos mean anything? I'm like, yeah, I, it means I picked it off the wall <laughs> of the flash and said, that one is cool. Let's rock. It means at the time, even though I wasn't doing well, I had 300. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I didn't look. I want to say this net right now. I ain't one of these little bitches who gets tattoos with credit cards. Neither. I pay cash money. Yeah. Speaking of paying cash money and not credit cards, I... I went to Costco a couple days ago. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right 
for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh oh, and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding thank god take the first step to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time Nutrafol is offering our listeners ten dollars off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long all one word find out why over 4500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair Nutrafol.com spelled n-u-t R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> dot com promo code how long. That's neutrafol.com promo code how long. They take they don't take cash at Costco, do they? They do. That's good. But they don't take credit cards. They, they do. They take they don't take American Express. They take Visa debit cards. Oh, cash. they won't take like a oh, they won't even I thought they just didn't take American Express. I think you might be able to use only Visa credit cards. Like they Visa don't and look, debit. The people shopping at Costco, I mean, like people like you who are buying Starbucks packaged food in bulk, <laughs> they don't they, I buy cool stuff. They're not gonna pay the four percent fee for your ass for the American Express. I knew that there had to be a catch somewhere. I mean, and obviously there it's a, a successful the catch business. is that you went in there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean but that it, back in the day, I don't know, I guess like because we're so beholden to the point system and yeah. and frequent flyer miles and all that shit, if somebody was like, oh, we don't take Amex here, we only take this, I wouldn't really give a shit and be like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's all coming from the same place. But now when you hear we don't take credit cards, you have to pay cash or debit and you don't get your credit for that, I don't get my seven, 17 miles on Delta. It's like an earth-shattering blow. You're like, oh, fuck. Are you serious? I don't. I can't use my Delta Amex card. I mean, I think that's probably. Is it even worth it? It's probably. Well, in this case, no. Um, <laughs> but what was your Costco haul? What was my haul? Get yeah. ready with me, Chris. Yeah, I want to get ready with you. 72 questions about Costco. 
So so we went to the Costco in Atwater, where I used to live. The fact that it's in Atwater is also twisted. Like I feel like they should make the barrier of entry. Like you should have to drive forty five minutes. Well, when they built that Costco in Atwater, that was the a destination for LA people. Yeah, that's it true. was out in the sticks, so to speak, before I changed the game over there. Planted yeah. my flag. Yeah. <laughs> now they got home state. The, 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 boomerang, the boomerang king of Atwater flipped Boom, that shit. Boomerang outside. Kang. <laughs> Wait, there's a home state? Yeah. They got, they home got state. breakfast tacos in in mm. Atwater now? Yeah, there go the neighborhood. There's a there's a fucking weed store that's bigger than an Apple store in really? Atwater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been over there in a long time, actually. It don't feel right over there. There's there's like a weed store and there's like uh, there's like a security guard like work in the night shift night at the museum type shit can't have a security guard watching fucking only fans on his ipad so what'd you get so we got um well first of all the line to get your shopping cart was like 10 minutes and it was like it was like uh as it, when you when you go to like a feed feed the streets kind of event mm-hmm. and you're throwing you know meek mills throwing frozen turkeys into, yeah, yeah. into the crowd i give back to my hood every thanksgiving it had a similar energy to that where okay. it was like a every person for themselves like dog eat dog there's no rules just to get a shopping cart like a hundred people let me ask a question quickly before we get into the store what i know this membership was a gift mm-hmm. but what is the price on a member it's not it's like a hundred bucks or Six, something. 60 bands okay sixty thousand. <laughs> Okay, so sixty ba- <laughs> bands means pennies. <laughs> okay, so it's sixty dollars. Sixty dollars for the regular, one twenty for the executive. What does the executive get you? You know, you get two percent cash back or some <laughs> shit. You know, you get some like reward points. I don't know. Okay, executive. And the card looks cool. You get a free hot dog, and do you have to take a picture to uh, for the card? You right, you get to take a picture. Yeah. So they treat this shit like a license or like a or like a nineties like club ID. It's a little more invasive than I thought it would be. I thought like, here's 60 bucks, here's your card, and when you come, you show me the card, and then you're good, but it's like... Is it like clear? They scan in your she, retina? Yeah, Carolyn had to like fill out some paperwork, and like they made you like download the app. Yeah, if it's you like don't... Whole down, thing. I mean, look, for us to give you these deep discounts on all of your favorite items, we, ha- we have to do our, our due diligence. We need to steal your data. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I they didn't know your social security number. They didn't used to have to um so uh yeah we got the cards and then you just you just it's just very overwhelming because you have this giant the, the one good part shopping cart was T, tj size oh that's nice it was amazing i feel like that's that 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 is that ever happened no i mean maybe at home depot yeah. but i was walking around and there's all these filipino grandmas and they're they had the shopping cart handle kind of like up like, to the chin they were doing it looks like they were me doing on muscle my, up on my third super set and they're, you know, they're, 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 their eyes are barely above the sight line of the shopping cart. And I'm over here in perfect position. Perfect form. Perfect form. Thumbs on your pecs. Thumbs on my pecs. And I, I felt amazing whipping that thing around. And it's nice when you turn the, you bend a corner and you can kind of drift it a little did bit. Did you wear a special outfit to go to Costco or did you kind of keep it? <laughs> what, 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 a special outfit? What yeah, did you be? wear like your broke clothes, like your yard work clothes? Um, or you just wear normal stuff i think it was kind of normal it wasn't it wasn't okay. anything crazy but um yeah what did we get i got some qp mayonnaise a big boy for five dollars that's that's like that could be 13 at whole foods no cap <laughs> starbucks sous vide egg bites 
refrigerated, not frozen. I can't which believe is, there's pros and cons to that. I can't believe that this country is in a place where people buy Starbucks food mm-hmm. to eat at home. Isn't, That's that. Think about that, man. That is not good. Oh, I know, I know. But there's something about the sous vide egg bite, and it's been adopted by the fitness. Yeah, no, and, I understand that that community. is like their hit item. It's a hit item, but it it it's enjoyed any form in any way. It's the same. So, like, if I go oh, I if I go to McDonald's and get an egg McMuffin and eat it, it's going to taste much better than buying a frozen egg McMuffin at the grocery store and then reheating it in my microwave. But I get the sous vide egg bite from Starbucks and reheat it in my microwave. Tasted the exact same mm. as uh, when I'm getting it from the drive-thru. So it's one of those rare occurrences where the product itself is so shitty that it neutralizes and becomes good. <laughs> what other prepackaged Starbucks items? That was, are- that's the only one. Oh, that's okay. So they know that they've got. It's an exception. Okay, they're not. They're not giving you a ham and cheese croissant. No, 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 no. no. Not even one of the cake pops. They actually, cake pop would transfer well, probably, but I don't know. I think we were past cake cake, cake pop summer. <laughs> okay, we um, what else we got? We got harmless harvest, the little mini case of it. It's nice to have in the house. No, harmless harvest case is the only thing from this list that the casita even looks appealing to yeah. me. And also, shout out to to David Geating who blessed me with the tips. He gave me everything I needed to know. It was cool. I didn't know this that you needed tips for Costco. Well, it's a I don't need the tips, but you know, it's like going fishing in the ocean. If someone's like, hey, that's the spot. Sure. Tuna, sure. it's nice sure. to know. Well, the whole thing about Costco that I've heard over the years is that you can buy like a Rolex there and shit. Yeah. Like it's it's they have everything. And you can buy Freddie Mall. They have it's a new fragrance location. <laughs> that's they depra- got Fred on deck. They got Fred. Every time I open my bathroom cabinet, I say Fred again. Damn. <laughs> That's so Portrait stupid. of a thug. That's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I got a new one. It's called Portrait of a Thug. All right, so you. I just before we recorded, Carolyn was showing off a a kind of dumpster size gluten free cracker box. Yeah, yeah. Simple Mills GF crackers. My real heads know that. They also have the Rainforest Crisp crackers. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. the ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cheese plate cracker. Cheese plate cracker high end. They had the the little three pack that was hitting for something nice. Um, <laughs> I got the Vital Collagen Protein powder. Vital Collagen. What's the P word? Protein? Not protein, not probiotic. Peptide. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's made out of like bovine hair powder or something like that i I drank that shit straight with water and carolyn's like you're gonna throw up and was it that bad i kind of liked it on the on the low it really just tastes up tastes like ground up bones whoa not in a ghoulish way in the in a gains way like you felt like it was some medicine i did yeah i felt the healing bovine powers of ground up bovines have gotten a bad rap for so long it's it's nice that saying though it's nice that they're getting their just due um and also pizza pizza master joe bedia said yo i heard you talking about costco the kirkland champagne which is quite (laughs) nice at 19.99 he said it's three times better than a vuv clico 
which is a fifty dollar bottle. <laughs> okay, well, I would love to see. I would love to see how it goes down when you show up to your New Year's Eve party <laughs> with three Kirkland signatures. I was thinking about this. What do you do when you have a Kirkland champagne that? And you enjoy the flavor of, but you don't want to show off that, the label. That's home only. You keep that in the, in like the the butler's quarters. Yeah, you don't to be refilled. You can't let your guests see that. No, no, that's that's back of house. Also, most people can't tell the difference between any champagnes. Is is the reality? Absolutely, myself, so, and I'm a so, supertista. So it's not. Okay, what else did we got? Mm-mm-mm. I wish Carolyn was here because I don't remember. Oh, this basket right here. For my sauna towels, the old one, the old basket, I'm surprised you didn't notice the new one. The old basket <laughs> was made out of wicker, yeah. an organic material, which can be prone to molt. And if if you think you can get black mold out of wicker, you got another thing coming, <laughs> you're Jack. S- you're sadly mistaken. So this is a, they're uh, nice enough to offer a synthetic wicker, then oh, pass so on nice. the savings. <laughs> that is so nice. So It's antimicrobial. So it's a little cheaper than real wicker. <laughs> yeah, it's a little more. This, it's not the rattan that you wanted, but this is what you're going to stick with. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, I was going to get paper towels, but the, where, where am I going to keep? It's too many. I don't even know if I can fit it in the whip. See, that's the thing. My my mom, I told you this. My, my parents go to a place called BJ's, which is mm. just feels to me like a more southern equivalent of Costco. Mm. And the shit she comes home with, the only reason she's able to store it is because there's a garage. Yeah. And I have a garage. Let me be clear. But, the, <laughs> but still. Let me be clear. Yeah, but your garage is full. Once I get rid of this electric bike, I'm, I'll have a little. <laughs> We're going to have hella room in the I'll garage. I'll have a little room. Um, yeah, get rid of some of the art pieces. I'm glad that I'm glad that you had such a great experience. Some of my love me canvases. But I guess <laughs> how often. <laughs> how often are you going to go back, though? That's the question. Because I feel like that. I feel like the first time is like an experience. And then after that, it's like, do I really want to go to Costco? I think it'll... Oh, actually, here uh, I, we also got some nice line-caught tuna in a six-pack. So that's a good good to have protein around the house. But I think it's going to... I ain't eating fish from Costco. It's a quality brand that they sell at Whole Foods and Erewhon. I forget what it's called, but it's like a wild line-caught Look, brand. I believe you, but like... Are you eating the Patagonia prepackaged tuna too? Because it's like a cool company. No, I I, I just want to. Was like, it refrigerated? No. Oh, no. it's like canned. Yeah, can it's just canned tuna. Oh, oh, that's. I mean, okay. So, Are so you that, a cat that, now? That's that's the weird thing about tuna. Look, everyone eats canned tuna. No, they don't. It's not. Nice. I don't. Okay, well, you're a freak. That's animal food. So you go, you go to like it, the the weird part is it's like all psychosomatic with the labels. Totally. Like, I go to Whole Foods. And like you can never get like anything at Whole Foods will be fine unless you get the 365 tuna. And then you're like, this is going to be some janky shit. I need to step it up a little bit. I can't have the A class. I need at least a C class or higher. Okay. <sighs> Maybe an X3 or X5 for somebody like you. Can't do an X1. What is this? An Uber pool? X <laughs> X1. Is that even a baby mama? That's just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. That's a that's a teen mom car. X MTV X1 teen feels mom. like so, X one does feel like a seventeen year old that kind of has made some mistakes and has a little one. But also, it feels like maybe something you would buy for like if you make a little, you make bread, you get it for your like little sister. Mm-hmm. You know, my family comes from money, but I did fuck my life up. Yeah. So I will. Yeah. They they don't care if I live or die, but they want some of the crumples zone protection. I, 
I was a little more room for the car seat. I was impregnated by a local fentanyl dealer in in eleventh grade, and it's kind of hasn't been the same since. <laughs> Those fentanyl prices, you think you'd be able to chip in a little bit, every, especially this time of the year. Macon. Okay, where we digressed heavily. Um, oh yeah, so I'll talk about tuna and move on. But I'll never go to like Vaughn's or Ralph's or Kroger and get the, any tuna there. And even the most expensive one, I would never get it mm-hmm. just because it feels low quality. Sure. But I would go to Trader Joe's where the the cheapest tuna is much cheaper than any tuna at Kroger mm-hmm. or Ralph's, but the label makes it look more expensive. So I'll buy that. Yeah, and eat sure. It. No, that's the whole. It's all the it's it's the same tuna coming from the same vat of dolphin meat. And there's just three different yeah. tubes of like rich motherfucker, mid motherfucker, broke motherfucker, and it's all the same thing. No, hundred percent. That's like the smacking a label on it. What was the what was the guy who got in trouble for the 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 farm, the fake farm where all the meat was from? Oh yeah, it's that. It's just like yeah, no, nah, we're just gonna factory. The farm same thing with eggs, chickens. Yeah, same for shit sure. with eggs. People are saying like, oh well, we can get more for the eggs if we smear a little chicken shit on it it makes it look organic and well real. There, if a brown egg people just think is better absolutely i would never buy a white egg Ugh. white just kidding i've bought a lot of white eggs um we were talking of also about um uh 30 rock with moby briefly and we didn't get a chance yeah to, what's going on with it i i don't understand young, young people have discovered that 30 rock enough time has passed that it's more offensive oh, than they remembered the first time, or maybe they had never watched it ever. And you're seeing these people. It doesn't like it's like when I'm watching a TV show from the 50s or 60s, and you're like, "Whoa, they used to say some crazy shit back yeah, then." Yeah, yeah. But those people are all dead now. But it's like you, you're experiencing that same thing. But like Tina Fey is on SNL this week, so, it, so it's messing their brains up. Of like, oh, you guys made a lot of like race racial and gay and socioeconomic jokes yeah that's what tv is like what i mean 30 rock is also considered like a classic did it just come on streaming or something like what is the i think it just tiktok old show yeah like just younger generations will go and discover things like when when everyone went back and rewatched entourage they're like holy shit they would say wild stuff like johnny drama's saying retard every episode and at the time, nobody thought it was crazy. No, of course. And now, I, I just also, I, saw, I did see something where somebody's like, Tina Fey is actually like a bad person, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's the whole yeah. thing about the show. Like mm-hmm. what? Like, yeah, and that, and that's, and I guess that's what makes it very. Uh, it split, splits everyone into two groups. You watch Thirty Rock, or, or, and you're like, damn, this is funny as hell. They don't make jokes like this on TV anymore. It's nice to see. Everyone get along, make a little joke here or there at someone's offensive expense, and they become friends and live to fight another day. Versus, holy shit, this I've, I'm triggered, I'm attacked, I can't believe Tina Fey said this. Did this happen with Friends too, or was did Friends get a pass? I it, mean, it was obviously less offensive. I think, yeah, I don't think Friends really caught these, too much heat these, from it. With these, you know, coddled youths, anything is offensive. And I think the the interesting part about it is like. The Sopranos did and said much worse, but because it, the characters were set up in a different, like you know that they're bad people. Yeah, 
and it's, it's, it's like totally a fine. serious show yeah, so yeah. it's like you expect it a little more no you're right but if it's a and also alec baldwin's had a tough couple of years hey look man he got off look i'm i'm sick of this shit if you if if the criminal trial if you get off kevin spacey come on how long gone if you get off <laughs> if you get off if the court of law says you're innocent then how long gone you're innocent <laughs> that's it um i yeah we had moby on you know what i mean <laughs> innocent bro i just i'm just saying it's got like like why why are we doing this kevin spacey gonna have a big year i don't think so spacey coming back who's gonna hire him somebody will he's gone into a new type of psychosis well he's days away from jeff epstein dropping some spacey knowledge for sure it doesn't matter if he was on the plane i i don't disagree with that when everyone is on the list, gay stuff it doesn't, doesn't count. This is what I'm saying to you. Like, if a gay guy goes, I wouldn't to, put him being doing straight stuff past him. Oh, I would. I've seen I've seen some paparazzi pictures of who he hangs out with. He ain't he ain't ever seen a pussy. <laughs> Spacey. So has, when he look in the mirror, Spacey has not. Yeah, Spacey. Spacey's a gold star, and it has to be. No way. Has to be. I don't. I think. He, I think his his evilness transcends. I mean that sexuality, that, and it moves into more of a. I don't care about the the race or the sex or the species. I'm out. I'm. I have bloodlust. Okay, so he's Diddy style. He's Diddy style. He's he's Polly. He's Omni. He's Pan. <laughs> is this is this stuff you bought at Costco? Or are you talking? <laughs> this is this is this sounds like my fraternity. I'm I'm Polly Pan. Phi. I pledged Polly Pan Phi. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I, 30 Rock, though, is a kind of a classic. I, I, I didn't think that that was, I thought that was considered kind of like one rung below like Seinfeld. It is. Okay. It absolutely is. Okay. But I think you love it, don't you? Yeah. I, yeah. I think, yeah, everyone loves it who has like a little bit of a playful, darker sense of humor. And I think, I think people really loved it because. It has the rewatchability. Yeah. It's sort of evergreen content like a Seinfeld or something like that where every episode is just like today a random funny thing. You know, it's like Family yeah. Guy or something. Yeah. They, they can just it's it's perfect for syndication. Speaking of Family Guy. Okay. Yesterday we went because LA is so boring. I don't had, get a lot of cartoon tangents from you. I had to kill some time. So we went downtown to go to Dover Street and across Dark. the street from Dover Street Market is like this event space that's that's usually vacant but they were doing a family guy like museum of ice cream where the you family could, guy experience fam, yeah you could play like a themed putt putt there was uh -huh. food it smelled like a fair it was nasty because mm -hmm. we couldn't find a parking space I'm like who are all these fucking freaks like I know DSM's on sale but this is like this is too much <laughs> and then we got out and realized it was a family guy like activation mm -hmm. and it was humming did it look janky or what did it look like it had a lot of production value no i think it's pro i think they probably charge a lot for tickets. i think, think willow like, did this one yeah willow this definitely. play lab yeah uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, who's to say who did this I, I don't know which experiential designer took the reins did you bop your head in at all from peter griffin uh no i didn't i don't think you can bop your head in. i think it's 50 bucks to bop your head in Family Guy DTLA experience. I'm Googling this shit right now. But I think there's a full restaurant. The Family Guy experience. Imperial Street. It's an indoor golf course. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. Isn't that crazy? You can go have a, a boba at the Drunken Clam. 
Yeah, the drunken clam. I, I didn't get that. That's like the sign. They have like a drunken clam yeah. sign out front. Is that from the show? Yeah, it's their bar, oh, okay. their watering okay. hole. You got how to reserve a spot at this pop-up Family Guy mini golf course and bar in LA. This is this is giving adults TikTok situation. It's it was it was really bizarre. That's a bummer. It was really bizarre. I want to know how or why they're licensing that or is this unlicensed? No, no, no. That's this is probably put on by the network. Like this is probably this is this is pro. Okay. Cuz it makes money. And it builds the world. I wonder how guy. much money it makes is what I want to know. I mean, it's definitely profitable. Sure. It's definitely profitable. But to, to me, it feels like a, a dime holding up a dollar. Family Guy just prints money, mailbox money. They don't have to do yeah, shit. But no, but the... the they like, do this pop-up. They hire an agency, rent out of space. They get all these set designers to build a janky-ass golf licensing course. Licensing and merchandise. They charge people 40 bucks. We, we made 400000 Licensing f this kind of IP is cr the money you can make is crazy that's how you make like real bread like friends hoodies <laughs> like think about that none like, of those have been licensed unfortunately that's all boots no there's real ones they sell all the real because they did the friends experience and you could go and there was a merch store sure, sure, the whole sure. thing sure 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 the friends experience was i didn't make it to that one but <laughs> no 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 um i mean we should talk about going to orange county on friday that's more important oh yeah yeah we went and saw tim dillon well, we went to we went to a corporate steakhouse in Anaheim in solidarity with Tim and his his taste in restaurants. We went to a place that he would go. How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp, you know, summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent, so. For maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock, going through you know hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me, and uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash how long. Nice. Career World is a new cookbook written by Dookie Hong and friend of the show, Matt Rodbard. The New York Times best-selling authors of the book Koreatown. Korea World is a vibrant exploration of the evolution of Korean cuisine, both in Korea and in Korea towns across the United States with more than 75 bold, flavor-packed recipes and stunning photography. The authors take an inside look at the exciting evolution of Korean food through stories of chefs, home cooks, as well as recipes that are shaping modern Korean cuisine. The book begins in Seoul, where the barbecue scene is pushing into new territory and where the city's third wave coffee culture is exploding. The tour continues with late-night food adventures in Los Angeles, my hometown, and stops into the kitchens of innovative chefs from New York City to Portland, who are putting modern spins on 
Korean classics. Recipes include giant short ribs, whole fried smash rockfish, and pineapple kimchi fried rice. I'm sad I didn't get to name the foods, and you did. <laughs> Korea World is essential reading for anyone curious about the future of food. Available wherever books are sold. And it's a place that I've been to many a time, and I'm. it was nice to have you guys organically want to visit that on your own without me suggesting it the ranch was what a of, delight the ranch was one in anaheim was one of the better experiences i've had at a restaurant that, I, I felt what you must feel like when somebody comes in from out of town and they're like hey can you get me a uh, a res at san vicente bungalows <laughs> and you're like oh i'm so glad you asked you're like i can't actually it's members only but like i guess i could go with you on tuesday mm -hmm. no the the ranch was like it just felt like an independent version of like houston's kind of yeah very similar to a houston's is, hillstone was, restaurant but it was the setting, but they got it out their mud on their own the setting though was like it, it felt like it was in the, the the ground floor of like an office building it was and it no it, but it, but it mm -hmm. like it's it's an industrial business plaza yes yeah 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 where it's mostly like fabrication and like you know just like a warehouse that sells nuts and bolts and like but it was it was very sand. pro and we had a we had a server mm -hmm. who was a young fella that also just the differences between the oc and la and new york like it's an hour of drive with traffic it's not far 25 miles but you, you pull in and it's there's a sign that says valet parking here if you want and then self parking they here, got a big ass lot a parking lot that fits 200 cars and you can do either one. We don't care. We're not forcing you to valet yeah. to try to get 20 bucks out of you. So you're like, oh, that's nice. And then you go it's in. It's a space issue, but yeah, it's nice. It could be a space issue. And then we sit down and we, we meet this very nice server who looks like a, a high school baseball player from He does Fullerton. look like a high school baseball. He looks very young. And they he, go, well, I'll let you get into that. And then they go, and we go to any restaurant in LA, New York. What kind of water would you like? sparkling or flat and they don't offer the third option which is tap water and then you have to request tap water like a poor person mm -hmm. be, and then they hope that you will feel too embarrassed so then you buy the aquapana for 11. would you like the we have a house sparkling actually we do it here i'm which i'm happy with that i know that I i'll that, pay three dollars for the house I, that, I think i had that at funky last night it was good i sit down at the the, the ranch in anaheim i got a, a random guy who just says this Ice water, cool. They they fill you up like you're at a Ruby Tuesdays in 2001. Ice water, okay. We yeah. have Pellegrino and and Perrier and Aquapana if you want, but like that's fucking gay, dude. It, that is the vibe. Ice water is chill, right? <laughs> yes, it is chill. The guy, Toby. the server was like he had an accent, so we we ask him like, "Are you from the South?" He's like, "Yeah, you know, I grew up in uh, Texas, and then I lived in Louisiana for a little bit." You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and we're just kind of like okay and how did you end up here in orange county then did you up and move your entire life to slang lobster cobs uh, yeah like by I disneyland just, and he was literally like i i just saw a room for rent in laguna beach and just moved <laughs> and got this job and i was the like, dallas fort worth to laguna beach is what it's it's one of the best upgrades i was like you this could is, ever do this guy is living the fucking dream like yeah. he's in Laguna. He's probably doing okay money wise. I bet the ranch is it's no joke. 
he's doing all right from tips for sure you know and they make and he earns it yeah that guy knows the menu better than any server at any other restaurant i, I think, can we, name in I LA think right anytime now. city slickers go down to the suburbs you're expecting a subpar experience and that's bad to, to go in with that preconceived notion but no, in this not. case i was happy to be proven wrong i paid good money to have that preconceived opinion I mean, that's true that's true but the yeah they, but it was a testament it was nice to see another restaurant that was not a hillstone group taking that model it's maybe like a din tai fung has that same yeah, kind of sure. program where you know there's a thousand page bible on how to run the business like here's how you take the trash out you mm -hmm. know down to everything whatever and it was it was such a well-run restaurant the food's good it's not life-changing but you that's kind of what you want a corporate uh, steakhouse i'd to be, be bummed if it was life-changing i guess so I, right? I can't get my life changed at fucking the ranch that that says more about me yeah i mean it's not going to be an, it's it's a comfort play not uh totally you're not going there for but flavor it was the innovation perfect, it was it's the it was the perfect thing before a comedy show that started at 9 p.m mm -hmm. the bread mm. seven it's seven different pull apart rolls oh. all baked into the same it looks like murakami a, flour it looks like a murakami flour for all my streetwear heads out there for what a, our cause collectors what a great idea if that was at if that was at horses or the grill or any of these places, people would be writing essays about oh, totally. it on Grub Street. Totally. 100%. I was like, all right, start. Grub Street will write an essay about <laughs> anything. Like Grub Street, the East Village is serving sewer water, but I think it's actually good. <laughs> lemons are back, or are they? Yeah, li literally. Grub Street headline: Lemons are back. <laughs> we talked to fifteen chefs. Well, it's like that. It's like that story <laughs> about restaurants closing in L.A. And I'm like, I, I read that, and I'm like. Yeah, these are all shitty restaurants that I've never heard of. They close because they're not good. Like it's you can't make everything. Frankly, I'm surprised more restaurants didn't close. Yeah, but you can't make everything like suffering. Like it's your fault. You didn't do a good job. It's not like <laughs> my, it's not the customer's fault that no one came there. You clearly opened in a bad location, had a bad name, had a bad menu. It's your fault. It is your fault. I don't fault. feel sorry for you for not succeeding. I not I don't succeed all the time, and no one's there to pick me up and dust me off. Yeah, that's that's the really that's it's such a, a tight little knot that whole situation because all everyone does you ask any mentor in that world and they're like you want to know what i would do i would never you can Don't ask a guy it. who has a successful restaurant yeah. who makes money and they're like you know the the failure rate is 90 percent you know every they, all they do is say do not do this business it's awful i'm a i'm a michelin star chef who's genius and I wish I did not have this life. Do not do it. And everyone's like, I'm going to do it. So I'm actually, <clears throat> I'm opening an Arepa place over in <laughs> Echo Park. It's it's behind a 7-Eleven and it's not visible. But like, I'm going to give it a shot. This is my passion. We have challenging hours. <laughs> yeah, it's, cra it's crazy. It, it literally, I looked at that list. I've never I, heard the word Arepa said so cacasatili <laughs> that in was, my life. Because nice. I was kind of trying to evoke that it was a white person opening mm. that is what I was going for. I went down to Costa Rica on a surf trip um, <laughs> with my Mormon group and I just fell in love with Arepas. And ever since then, I've been like, what if we made them here at home, but with like avocado sprouts and like some really good cheddar. it would be bomb i was gonna do a truck but then like i found this place and it was just <laughs> it just felt right you know so i do feel bad because when everyone uh, you have your dream like because it's like it's a business and people well, people, people don't can't separate 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that a the dream problem. and a business do not often do not go together. And I, I, I and it's it, a, and it's it's Hollywood's fault for showing us the chef movie where John Favreau's yeah. fat ass is being like, yeah, all you do I've is got, just have a <laughs> Twitter account, and you're like, hey. Oh, all you have to do to succeed is have a social I media thought you page. Were, I thought you were going to say it's Hollywood's fault for going on strike and not eating at <laughs> restaurants. but the, <laughs> That you was took, another issue. You took it in a different direction. They felt it over there at Stir Crazy. <laughs> um, I, we're not going to do the bottle. Just to, just by the glass. <laughs> just, just a glass. I know it's more of a value, but I just can't right now. I, uh, But yeah, we should. I mean, we went to see Tim Dillon perform in Brea. Brea Improv. Which is something that I didn't know what this was, but it was basically like a mall kind of like a an Atlanta style mall. Mm -hmm. It's an it's an outdoor downtown like shake downtown. Dis yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is better than what Brea used to be. Okay. And Yeah, I, what did Tim say? Uh the one place in Orange County that doesn't have a ton of money. <laughs> yeah, the worst. I um I had a good time. I I I I would say there were three openers. Two of them were good. Yeah, two of them were were really great. good. Yeah, Jamar Neighbors was the one who I remembered, and the kid who opened and was emceeing, he had Crohn's disease. Is that what he said? Oh, he said it forty times. Yeah, he had Crohn's disease, which is one of those diseases that I remember being a kid. Like, it, like there was like a a guy that sold records at hardcore shows that had Crohn's disease, and everybody was like, "It's very rare." And then as I grew up, I'm like, "This is not rare at all." There's fifty <laughs> people with fucking Crohn's disease. <laughs> Like I thought you were talking about the vinyl, not the, not no, the disease. No. Crohn's <laughs> disease just did just put out a seven inch on Trust Kill. It's pretty good. Well, the the pink, the clear pink is very rare. I did a half dip clear turquoise. Oh, that's nice. It's very nice. Focal point split. <laughs> so yeah, I guess it's not so rare. And even though he explained what Crohn's disease is, and I've heard w exactly what it is. Oh, no, no, I have one, no idea. No what one it, knows what it is except the people who suffer from it. But they basically just have to go to the bathroom all the time. So it sucks. It is bad. I mean, it, it sucks. But I didn't know that. Yeah, but this guy is like, this. It, it's the guy that worked for him because he looks like he's fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything worked for him because he looks like he's fourteen. But he was he was impressive, They're especially for a guy who was opening. No, he, he's very good. He was he was stacking bits and callbacks and. But the Tim Dillon was crowd wasn't exactly what I thought it would be. What What did you think it was going to be? I I thought it would be a little more depressing. Like it was kind of like a pretty normal. It felt like to me like a pretty normal like kind of. You thought it'd be more losers. Yeah, it didn't seem. I mean, everybody's a loser. Don't get me wrong, but like a different level of loser. I think. Yeah, like I, I thought it'd be a little more like I live in a basement vibe, and uh, it really wasn't. It was like guys with girlfriends laughing. It's like I'm not an incel. I have a fat girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. And she loves the fuck out of me. That's the Orange County difference. <laughs> yeah but that it was i mean it was good i had fun i mean it was i, I think that like uh, what i liked about that room was it's that's as big as a room can get without turning into a theater yeah yeah so it's right on that cutoff where and also since it's a a, a comedy club only and not the el rey yeah where they started doing comedy whatever so like the ceilings are a specific height and the sight lines are different so it's this big room with you know five six hundred people in it you can see everything but it feels like a hundred yeah, cap that's, that's true room and that's that's as big as a room can get where comedy still works as comedy thanks thanks uh to uncle paulie uh, you know he, we, we had the vip tickets yeah so we were i mean i could have gotten i could have gotten some spittle from tim you know on my brow we had a nice so booth we had a nice booth but the the 
The bar was backed up. Had a couple up. 805s. The bar was backed up, and they kept telling us the bar was backed up. I mean, they run those comedy shows so interestingly. Like, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just like, you know, this is you, this is sold out every night for four nights. You know exactly what's coming. I mean, I feel like there's just like. You just, have a minimum drink order. You, there's no choice. I think that's as good. I think they did an excellent job. I think they just maybe didn't have enough space. Like, yeah, for sure. Like that, like with that space. That's the best they could no, it was have done. A good, it was a good experience. The, my favorite part was going backstage, <laughs> walking into the green room where it's Tim, the opener, a fat guy. It's his friend. And then on the table, there's just kind of baskets of fried food that are like half eaten. Mm-hmm. And he's just Some like, picked at fingers. What's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And it was just a very interesting. It was just a very interesting. I guess. I felt make a wishy. For sure. But going backstage at shows, usually there's a level of like, oh, this is fun, or like, oh, we got get a drink, like, but you know, whatever. I think like, we're spoiled by our own. We we try to put on a show for our friends, and Tim said, "I'm in Brea, and I got to get back to Malibu, and yeah. the Bentley's leaving, and I don't drink." Nice to see if, you guys. If he was at the Improv on Sunset, yeah, then he would probably have Squad backstage but yeah i mean it's, it's like when somebody like we're doing a show in denver yeah who's and then the one there? friend comes backstage and hey yeah, that's it now, 100%. is it ooh, uh should i i'll come back later yeah you know? no that's the vibe but he, he was he was very good it was really funny yeah he did a good job i was i was impressed i've never seen him do stand-up before i've only seen the special and i've listened to his podcast of course um the special i didn't think it was his best his netflix show but I was impressed by the way he commands the stage. And it's just it's just with the reps. You he know? just goes though. That's what I mean. It's I think when you do a podcast alone, mm-hmm. you hit a new level of psychosis mm-hmm. where you can just do it. Like you yeah. can t- if you need to talk for two hours, you can just do it. Yeah. And it doesn't need to all be funny. It's just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's kind of what we do here. But I would say it was more funny, I guess because I listen to the podcast and sometimes it gets like super political i i was it was pretty just it was straight up funny yeah that wasn't I, really trying to that's what i liked the most as well it was there was not i mean it was political there were like political themes but it wasn't like i'm reading you the washington post mm-hmm. you know yeah it didn't feel right wingy no or overly conservative no. i think he he's doing a great job of showing both sides because rogan feels conservative like when we went to go see Rogan, it felt conservative. Yeah, this did not feel like that. I guess me. that's the the interesting difference is Rogan turns the conservative on for the live shows yeah. and feels a little more passive and liberal and got to hear both sides on the podcast. And then uh, Tim's kind of the opposite. I don't think Tim goes as hard as you do. I think he's like. I think that he'll come and go. I he'll, mean, he had. I mean, he'll have a lot of right wing. I mean, he does wild shit. on. Like, he has. Yeah, yeah. That part is obviously. That's obvious. And, like, that's different. Um, but, yeah. I mean, it's I, fine. I don't care. No, me neither. But it doesn't. It's not what I like sinking my teeth into. No, me neither. Yeah. It's like, I don't But that's how it. you get the most listeners and fans and subscribers. Yes. I guess we should. But, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what's helping. Keeping us from making more money, I guess. Don't worry. I. 
as much as I love money, I don't love money enough to have Andrew Tate on How Long Gone. <laughs> I, I have a line mm-hmm. where I want I will not do that. Good. It's nice to know that we have a line. Alex Jones is not coming on How Long Gone. I'm putting my foot down. Moby is as far as we're gonna go, yeah, guys. I'm pushing it and I'm pushing it. But yeah, it was fun. And and having a fellas night that requires an hour and a half drive mm-hmm. was weirdly night. It, it didn't bother me that maybe because I wasn't driving. Well, I mean, why would it bother you? Because I hate that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I've set up my life in two different cities to basically be walking distance from what I want to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like an hour and a half to go. But it was like, I guess it was an event. So it felt more mm-hmm. like we weren't just going to a restaurant and turning around. Yeah, 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 yeah. It felt like um, like a little mini road trip. It felt like a mini road trip. And maybe it's because we were in a truck too. It felt different. a roomy truck, a nice F-150. Really roomy. I love that. Love that truck. And then before the night was over, I've, I I almost got us in a fight, which I totally forgot about. We also didn't all did an outdoor pee because Tim, <laughs> when we asked him if we could use the bathroom that obviously is backstage, he said there wasn't one. And I respectfully, I, I would, respect that. I'll do the same thing in his position, but we did have to pee outside. On but that made it feel even more like a boys' road trip. I agree. I agree. And no, it made me feel like I was seventeen again in high school peeing in someone's mm-hmm. bushes mm-hmm. and then right after or right before almost get in a fight with a guy <laughs> i look so it's 1 a.m and we're picking up our cars from from Gigi's. i can't wait until the one time this happens where someone you, you're about to get in a fight with somebody and they're like oh shit how long gone <laughs> what up dude and this so i'm i'm turning my car you guys are standing smoking a cigarette I walk down to get, to get my car, and I have to turn around. So I'm I'm turning around. You mean like a U-turn? Yes, but I go up into like an in, the entrance of a parking garage. You know what I mean? Like a three-point turn three, into the entrance of a parking point, garage. And and in my rear view, I see a guy on a bird scooter mm-hmm. hauling towards me. Mm-hmm. And I just so I stop. I just am gonna like I'm not gonna drive because I don't know if he's going behind you me. You yield front. to the bird. And he nice goes in front and is like, fuck you. <laughs> like I was in his way. Okay, so you, you're driving this direction. You turn left into a parking garage. And just you a little s- bit. I just got the nose in. Just a, just a little bit. Yeah. And then you see him and then you stop. Yes. So you're currently in the whole, you're perpendicular to the road. Yes. And then but there's it, enough room for him to pass on either side. Yes, yes, yes. And he was on the asphalt. The sidewalk. He was on the sidewalk. Yeah. Oh, so he was riding his scooter on a sidewalk. Yes. Okay, well, that's illegal, first of all. I mean, first and foremost. So he's like, fuck you, and like gives me the finger. Of course, I fucking roll in my window. I'm like, fuck you, loser. You're on a scooter. So he thought that you were going to go straight and crash into him. No, I think he was like, what you're was blocking he? the sidewalk. Oh, he was just saying, fuck you, because yes. at, at this very given moment, yes. you happened to. I was clearly mess, not moving. You happened like, to mess my night up. Yeah. By like, being I'm not going to hit a guy on a scooter. But so we start yelling at each other and then I get out of the car and I'm like, I'll kill you. Like, fuck you, loser. And from my perspective, I'm hanging out with the fellas having a cig and we heard all this yelling and we're like, oh shit, there's about to be a fight. Let's, that's sick. Let's go check this out because it's dark and it's far yeah. away. You have a black car. Yeah. So all I hear is two guys yelling at each other. I was like, oh, there's a couple drunk guys from Mr. T's coming out. <laughs> Had too many fucking Casamigo repos. 
one too many 1942s <laughs> to the to the dome piece, and they're gonna or like I'm, he's about to fight the valet or something. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But then we're like, oh shit, it's Chris, and this other guy who's on a scooter. He's off. He's on foot now. He's on foot. But he, you guys were yelling at each other, and then he started accusing you of being drunk. He wouldn't let it go that I was drunk. He had it in his mind that and you I'm were like, really, bro, really I'm not drunk. drunk. I will kick your ass sober. But I also was look. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna front. I was puffing my chest out because I knew I had three guys <laughs> waiting by a truck, two of who can definitely fight, and you. Two and a half. We'll yeah. Call it. yeah, we had Jason. We had Jason going door guy mode. Like, hey man, just get out of here. And Paul, Paul, and Al being like, yeah, I'll, I'll break this guy's legs. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I, that's the same reason why I walked straight up to him and put my hands on him because <laughs> I had Al and Paul behind me. But he just, he like wouldn't stop yelling that I was drunk. And then, but you, I've been in these situations. He was really, he put all of his coins yeah. into the drunk pile and it, it was starting to appear that he was not correct about that. I've been in many situations like this because I have a car, a road rage problem. Yes, I've and, seen it a lot. Yeah, and I know it's just an amazing situation because no one is going to punch each other. No. It's, it's the video of the dog. There's a fence and dogs are barking and yeah. then the fence closes and then I'll yell it. I'll yell at you and tell you I'm going to kill you. I'm not going to go to jail because you said fuck you. I'm just me. getting my jollies out. But if you punch me, then these three guys are going to jump you. Yeah, it was it was he didn't think I don't think he realized we knew each other. He didn't. But I, I wanted I was like, oh, this is going to be <laughs> such a good moment. So I was started paying attention to his face. His like eyes and like because like in about eight seconds he's gonna realize that the three six foot something <laughs> two hundred pound guys smoking cigs in the corner by a pickup truck that's running <laughs> are all friends with this guy and maybe a little drunk and feeling crazy <laughs> and that sucks for you me. You saw his face change and his 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 click C L I Q U E was. <laughs> A bird scooter laying on its side on a on a sidewalk, and he's like, "All right, if I spin this around, but he didn't I can he, hit all he, of them." He backed. I left, and then Al said that he was like telling me I should eat a pastrami. Well, because he believes that a pastrami sandwich would really sober you up. So he was. I think he was drunk. Maybe maybe he was. I mean he. He didn't. I mean, he, he was probably drunk if he was riding a bird scooter around at 1 a.m. In, in Hollywood. Something was going on. He wasn't coming home from his email job. No, his youth group didn't <laughs> let out at 1 a.m. on a Saturday. That's true. He didn't just finish his shift at Osteria Moza. But it felt like a nice, a real cap to a boy's night, you know? Yeah, and the pastrami thing really stuck with me. Now it's that weird. You say that. Because all he kept saying Maybe was... Maybe he works at Cantor's. You're so drunk. You're so fucked up, bro. You're so drunk. And and I in my mind I'm like oh man he's the only sober one here, <laughs> literally between the he's the only sober one the sweet irony and then he couldn't he had to have the last word as he birded past <laughs> us going full throttle yeah of course full throttle eat my dust motherfucker <laughs> and then yells out in and not even in an angry way in like a Rondi Dangerfield kind of way like oh yeah get this guy a pastrami <laughs> sandwich am I right he's so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> as if we're all gonna be like that's the stuff johnny <laughs> oh that's good i i put strawberries which is a good way to sober up i had to leave i had to it took me a second to calm down after i 
Sure. Got home. Luckily, I, you're a quick drive. Uh, a short drive. A short drive away. But yeah, it was a it was a good. Did you roll all the windows down and and play some Aesop rock or something like that? No, no, no. I I I calmly left and no music on, and mm. I, I felt fine afterwards. And I hope if you're listening. I will duff you out. Like, don't try me. <laughs> I just didn't feel like it that night. Pastrami guy, if you're listening, this is funny because this happened last. The, what you're talking about happened last night. Like, we were at, we went to Funky with Jeff and Sarah, and we were waiting on them to get there. And like, mm. it hit eight thirty, and everybody started showing up for the reservations. Mm. And the looks are just insane. And these three guys walk in, and I was like, look at these fucking guys. And then I literally said this to Alex, and then one of them's like, hey man, big big fan, love the show. <laughs> And I'm like, damn, you know what? I fuck with it because I'm like, I want guys that wear Golden Goose to listen to How Long Gone. They got money. Uh -huh. You know, it's fine with me. I don't need to wear them. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to distill all of our loving listeners down into a customer, at least have one who's high earning. Exactly. Right? All the custies. But it was it was actually nice. It's he part of a healthy ecosystem of listenership. Yes. But the the looks at Funky last night were funky so that means the guy who you just talked about is listening to this right now for sure that's my man okay what was what was his look it was it was more of just a general kind of like give me some broad strokes i know well, you don't was, have the whole fit memorized do you know how do you know how and this happens in our life too but when like kind of regular guys hang out and they all dress the same oh yeah so it was like one of the, it was more about that. Like these three I've guys. I've been to Manhattan. These three guys walked in and they all, I was like, which guy is which? This is sure. blending together. It's like. Like as if they took a photo of their fits and synchronized yeah. it, but not too much. But they all, they all probably do some shopping on Mr. Port. It's like not, not nice stuff. It's just like. Is it like all saints? No, no, no. It's better than that. It's okay. better than that. But it might be like a John Elliott, like a flannel, maybe some acne jeans, the golden goose. Okay. But it, so it's okay. not awful, but it's just like you guys all dress the same, and then they dabbled in chrome, but not anymore. Yeah, they they were they had chrome in high school when they went to Crossroads. They wore a little chrome. Mm -hmm. They're Harvard West like, mm -hmm. but the the Raph's too much for me. The other thing about it was that every group last night looked like all the women were wearing hoe dresses. Mm. Like the, the the six girls that show up and they couldn't get a table till nine thirty, put on their best <laughs> fucking slut. Mm -hmm. fashion nova to go to funky and it was just like i threw on the hervé leger yeah it was a very strange strange night the funk man was in the building did he bless you guys with any off-menu persimmon blasters no he blessed us with the the um squash blossom which i do love what did you get from the amaro cart this time no <laughs> sarah and jeff had never been there before so I was like, i guess i'll take the reins because i've been here several times and then the server came over and was like basically read us the menu mm -hmm. and he left and he, sarah was like why was he whispering like what like why was he whispering the menu yeah like alex and her couldn't hear anything like th there was just no he was like whispering it in my ear <laughs> i was like is this guy trying to make me hard so you like, were the only one who could hear it but jeff wasn't really paying attention so he, he since he sensed that you took the reins as the spokesperson for the four top he only whispered the yeah. menu to you so that you could... You have such a loud projecting voice, yeah, maybe. I guess. That's There's, weird. If you're listening, funky server, get it together, man. I mean, the food was delicious, so it's all good. Of course. But it was just a funny... What was the star of the show? Cacio e Pepe, man. Mm. It's just too good. It's too good. Yeah, actually, I've been... I guess we were, we were going to close out on the Cacio e Pepe, but my mom was talking about how 
she's like, man, I still think about the cacio e pepe we we had in when we were in Rome, in Italy. It's just, she was just like, I I did not know it could be that good, and now I'm like, you know what? I need to start learning how to perfect because it's the hard pepe. to make, right? A daytime to learn, a lifetime to master. <laughs> oh. But Carolyn had the bright idea. I was like, oh, we should invite her over and, and make Cacio e Pepe for us. Like, that's a great idea. Great idea. Now I, I mean, need to practice. They also had a they had a squash seasonal. Squash seasonal? Like ravioli. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very good. Okay. Very good. I we, we resisted the truffles, of course. Um. Lastly, I saw Wonka yesterday, and it was bad. I fell asleep. Went to Italy. About $90 worth of yogurt and prosciutto yogurt yogurt man this the yogurt the the white mustache yogurt yeah. with orange blossom and walnuts christ on a cracker that shit's good i can't something about a, a soft walnut of high quality if it's, it's a luxurious thing it, it enters like a foie gras interesting of the of i'm the never tree. gonna eat that product because i can't you have no use for yogurt? <clears throat> no, I love yogurt, but I know that that product is really good, but I it's like Lyft. Like, I'm not taking Lyft because they had a mustache. Same thing. I ain't eating the yogurt because it's got it's, a mustache. It's a branding and aesthetics thing. I can't do it. And I know it's the best, and several people have told me it's the best. I got it. I I have no chill for a mustache branding. It's it's tough. Because the mustache bumper sticker and the, and the stuff you'd see on the cars... The person who wants to project that to the world is saying, I'm a cool, solid, safe guy who's not a danger to you, mm-hmm. it's which, more is, like which a, is a clear ruse for I'm a sex pest. Oh, to 100%. I'm a sex pest barber. Uh, all right. Well, thank you. How long gone.com's a website. <laughs> thank you to Tim Dillon and all our friends in Brea uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for having a having a blast. And Keep then, it going for our openers. Keep it going. <laughs> Tip your bartenders. Um, it's cool to hear somebody say tip your bartenders earnestly not as a bit that's true first time in years um i hope you guys have a fun new year's eve uh the worst night of the year and you're all amateurs so i'm sure you're going to behave just like that are you going to do um any add-ons on the menu tonight i mean maybe i'm going frit and i might go caviar with the baguette and toast oh, I or need the baguette the, and butter I, I i mean the the bread at Gigi's is my favorite thing I, miss, I don't need I miss caviar. that fugas in my mouth though. Pipe, pipe me down. <laughs> All right, how long gone? Happy New Year 2024. Uh we're back with a full year of podcasting. Got two episodes. <laughs> Got two episodes next week on Coming deck. up next episode a, a year, another year of podcasting. Like we've been renewed. We, season we've, 5. We've been renewed. We've been uh-huh. renewed. We got picked up. It's really sick. We'll see the upfronts. Thanks to our team. Uh, All right. Well, thank you, everyone. HowLongGone.com is the website. And uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year.